This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. The Buck Sexton Show. John Fund, columnist for National Review, joins us now. John, thank you so much for making time. It's crazy right now this morning. I think a lot of people are coming to grips with what happened last night. Uh, just give me your, what are your initial thoughts? I mean, what's your sort of 30,000 foot view of the political landscape right now? The most motivating factor for people in this election was the desire for real, immediate change. 39% of voters said that was the biggest reason they were voting. And Donald Trump got 83% of those voters. Interesting. So it's interesting because you you had Obama offering up change. But why was – so Trump was the change candidate. Was that mostly a Democrat-Republican thing, or was it specific to Trump's message in your estimation? A lot of it is the specific grievances and issues that Donald Trump brought to the table. Um, the weak economy, which, by the way, was the number one issue that people voted on. We can go into that. Um, trade, immigration, America's loss of prestige and influence in the world, uh, political correctness, uh, a whole range of things that people felt Barack Obama had gone way off course on. And even though Barack Obama is personally popular, he's more popular than his issues. And whether it's Obamacare or whether it's taxes or whether it's regulation or whether it's ISIS or whether it's immigration, a lot of people felt change was needed. And, John, you're a guy who's written a lot about elections and polls and and the numbers on this one. I have to say – People were you know, asking the days before this, you know, who's going to win, who's going to win? Everybody around me here in New York City was asking the question. And it seemed if you were to say, well, I'm not sure the polls are right. People looked at you like you had, you know, five eyeballs or something. I mean, it was just it was it was an unthinkably obtuse uh, suggestion in a lot of circles. I know not everybody feels this way. But, you know, how could you not look at all the polls? Look at the average of polls. John, how they get it so wrong? Because from now on, when people say, I'm not sure I trust the polls, they can point to this and say, yeah. They do get it wrong sometimes. Well, we put too much stock in polls, and I'll give you a reason based on my experience in Britain covering the Brexit vote. Uh, The Brexit polls weren't far off. They had um, remained leading by two points. It lost by four. That's within the margin of error. If you look at Hillary Clinton's final average of poll numbers, I think she was ahead 3.5 nationwide. The final result will be within that margin of error. So I think people forget the words margin of error, which means the polls aren't precise. They're a variation. And in addition, 
Donald Trump won the Electoral College, but he probably is going to fall just short in the popular vote. So that will also will say the polls weren't that far wrong because the polls almost always are measuring popular vote, not Electoral College votes. So it's it's really that the, the perception was that the polls were more strongly or, 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 or more clearly – uh, going to show Hillary as the next president than was necessarily the case if you read sort of the fine print of the polls. Is that is that well, kind of yes, a fair? And, but the, and there was some polling bias. Um, clearly, there were shy Trump voters. These were people who did not want to be interviewed. And if they were interviewed, they either said noncommittal things or they lied and said they were voting for third-party candidates or somebody else or even Hillary. And the other thing the polls – so that I think the polls didn't capture that – we saw that in Brexit. There was, if, if a position is considered socially incorrect, politically incorrect, people are loath to tell a stranger what their private views are. The other point is, in Britain, uh, if you look, there was a last-minute surge, not big, but in a close race it matters, a last-minute surge to leave the, the Leave campaign. Trump had a surge the last day or so. A lot of people make up their mind in the polling place. And barraged by 18 months of ads and criticism and counterclaims, they finally went to the polling place and say, what's my gut check? And more of them said Trump than Clinton. Do you agree with the analysis that Hillary Clinton was ultimately just a fundamentally weak candidate and that all the sort of trappings of the Democratic machine around her and all the push from the media and all the money behind her didn't really make the, make a difference? I mean, this might change the way people view Money, as a, people seem to think, or at least a lot of pundits will say, that money is a deciding factor in politics. We saw Jeb Bush spend over $100 million and get nowhere. Hillary had the most well-established, well-moneyed, well-connected campaign that anybody could think of. Uh, she couldn't win. Was it just because of Hillary, or you think it was, be, it was more that Trump caught a, sort of a, a special fire here? Both candidates were disliked and distrusted, but Hillary Clinton's dishonesty and untrustworthiness stemmed from really, really important things, not just lying about your business record. Um, she violated national security protocols with the email server. She ran a foundation which was basically a pay-to-play scam operation to enrich the Clintons and provide sinecures for all the people they had on family retainer. The, the Clinton family, according to its critics, was the Clinton crime family. And I think the Democratic Party, historically, is going to have to answer for itself how in the world, when Joe Biden wanted to run, when there were lots of other people who were qualified and could have easily won, why did you hand over the nomination, in fact, tilt the nomination away from Bernie Sanders towards Hillary Clinton, knowing that she had violated national security guidelines, knowing that she was an inveterate liar, and knowing the Clinton Foundation was a series of landmines probably likely to explode before the election? Talk about irresponsibility and lack of due diligence in a political party. Now, the Republicans have their own problems with due diligence in Donald Trump, not questioning a lot of his things or demanding his tax returns. But the Democratic negligence was just mind-boggling. Do you think that the Democratic Party comes away from this and, and, has, uh, and takes the appropriate lessons? Or do you think it's likely that they will sort of retreat into the, the consolation and, and warmth of, well, America is just more racist than we thought and we'll get them next time? It's unclear. The party has to have its own conversation. You know, in Britain 20 years ago, the Labour Party had that conversation when they kept losing elections, and they decided to go with Tony Blair, and he moderated the party and started winning again. 
I think the problem the party has is it's no longer just a liberal party. It is a left-wing party. Compare the Democratic platform and what Hillary Clinton's stands on the issues were with what Barack Obama's stands were and the platform was in 2008. This is a far left-wing party. Donald Trump, for all of the fact people hate him, is not that much of a conservative. In fact, he wants to spend a whole lot of money, more money on child care and on infrastructure. Infrastructure, yeah, he's big on infrastructure. So, And, of course, he's anti-trade, which is not a conservative economic precept. So the bottom line is the Democratic Party has to ask itself, are we appealing to mainstream voters? Because we sure did in this election. I mean, you saw non-college-educated whites back Trump by almost 40 points. Right. I mean, th- these had been uh, – I'm sure a lot of them are union members, people that are they're – the, They're the spine of the Democratic coalition until recently. And how did they lose them, John? I mean, this is, I think, what the Democrats are going to oh. have to face now. Well, let's, let's get started with denigrating their traditional values, family, faith, personal responsibility, uh, the belief that if you play by the rules, as Bill Clinton once said long ago, you'll be treated fairly and you'll get ahead in life, uh, catering to special interest groups, whether it be environmentalists or gays or minorities or... Um, you know, vegetarians or whoever else is the special interest order of the day, uh, weakening, uh, weakening our national defenses, and theirs is a very patriotic segment of our electorate, uh, completely ignoring their the costs of trade and other deals and changes in the economy that was ravaging industrial cities. Obviously, a lot of that was going to happen anyway, but the democratic policies of high taxes and high regulation made whatever changes were going to happen even worse because they made it harder to create new businesses that would create new jobs. So it looks like there's going to be plenty of runway for a Trump agenda. He's got the House. He's got the Senate. Uh, what expect? And I mean, John, I know you court, can't read, And he'll have the Supreme Court again. I'm sorry? What did you say? He'll have the Supreme Court again. He'll have the Supreme Court again. Uh, this is... A level of Republican control that I don't think many of us were really even dreaming of six or 12 months ago. Uh, How about covering, six hours ago? Or six hours, yeah, I mean, six days ago. Uh, so you've been covering politics a long time, John. What are your expectations going into 2017? I mean, it, is this a seismic change in the, way, uh, in the way government gets done in this country, in your mind? Well, elections are about dismantling things and building things. Donald Trump has clearly dismantled two things that, seemed impregnable, the Republican Party establishment in Washington and the Clinton family business, uh, which was politics. Uh, That's dismantled. What he will build, since he was often vague and not particularly specific, is a little unknown. It depends what kind of advisors he appoints, what kind of people he puts around him, what his priorities are. Um, Donald Trump has the potential, given that he has created this mandate for real change. He has the potential to make real and lasting change in this country. On the other hand, he could always fritter it away in, shall we say, eddies and currents and side shots and, you know, the stuff, the kind of things, that the kind of riffs that he did on the campaign trail. Can Donald Trump focus on what the American people consider important and get things done or really be distracted by, well, every day will be a new, you know, reality show TV issue for him? And if the if the Congress, if if the House and the Senate on the Republican side are willing to go forward with Trump's tax plan, is what is, can they get it through? Can the Democrats really stop him? If the Republicans hold together, you can pass a budget which includes tax changes with fifty-one votes. Fifty if the vice president has to break the tie. 
There's no reason, since the Democrats can't mount a filibuster on budget issues, that Donald Trump can't get his entire tax plan, or almost all of it, enacted into law very quickly. That would seem to be, that alone would seem to be a, a pretty big change in, in how Americans interact with their government. The much-hated IRS will be on a very different footing. Well, Trump's plan is a good one. Uh, it's not really that radical. Uh, people who want a flat tax or a fair tax would go much further. But Donald Trump would slash uh, the corporate income tax, which is the highest in the industrialized world. That would help create new jobs. He would bring back a trillion dollars in American capital that's trapped overseas because it would face high tax rates if brought home. Um, he would make all kinds of – he would increase the personal deduction, which would help middle-class taxpayers. There'd be a lot of changes in there which would benefit and help kickstart a very anemic economy, the slowest economic recovery we've had since 1949. Well, let's see what he does. Supreme Court, tax code, there are a few things that are right at the top of the list, and there's no reason that he can't get it done. John Fund is a columnist for National Review. John, great to have you on post-election day. Thanks for making the time. A pleasure, Buck. Thank you. The Buck Sexton Show. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.